Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somer Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator. It's Thursday, October 21st. I'm here with Dr. Blanche with another superintendent's update. Hi, Ray. Hi, Amanda. How are you? All right, thank you. Good. And we have a special guest. She is special. Linda Belger, who is the assistant principal at Somers Intermediate School. Hi, Linda. Hi, Ray. Hi, Amanda. Glad to have you here today. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we are nearing the end of October now. Um, so we've had a chance, or teachers have had a chance, to kind of assess student learning, see yes. where they are after a year and a half of sort of pandemic learning. Um, and schools are starting to put into place some more supports. Can you talk about that a little? Certainly, and I know Linda will speak on that a little bit too. The reality is, is we come, come back to school this fall, um, there is a lot of things in addition to our typical academic uh, frame that we have in mind. So lots of kind of getting back to all of our children being in the schools and the classrooms at the same time, routines and processes and systems. So that certainly was a slower, but definitely needed the time to get uh, our students settled, our faculty settled. So now that, that we're there and our faculty has been working directly with the children and with our colleagues on helping to better understand where students' needs are in, in academic areas. And so fortunately with those internal assessments that the building has, be it uh, either our STAR or Renaissance Reading and Mathematics program or their building-based and classroom-based assessments that they give the children, now they have a good profile of where a student is and where they may need support moving forward. So with that, I was gonna, uh, Linda was gonna speak a little bit about some of the next steps uh, that the uh, elementary team is looking at. So. So at the elementary schools, we're very lucky that we have all our students back in the same classroom and the structures that we were more accustomed to pre-pandemic. Yep. And now that we've really gotten a chance to know our students as learners, and we have the opportunity to really help those students who might have fallen just slightly behind, um, at SIS and Primrose, we're going to be instituting a reading lab. And this reading lab is just going to be some targeted extra help for students at SIS in the morning before school, at Primrose after school, a couple times a week for a short amount of time, six to eight weeks, to really just give them a boost in targeted reading instruction. Um, we're hoping that that really just gives them that little extra lift they need to make the gains that we're hoping for. These students are not students who aren't doing well. They're just students we've identified as just needing a little extra support right now. And so this is by invitation? This is by invitation. Okay. Um, looking at all the STAR results and the classroom assessments and things in the schools, we've identified these students. We're hoping to accommodate 20 students per grade level, K-5, um, for six to eight weeks, reassess, and just get students coming through this in a fluid way to help them increase their reading comprehension. Who will be conducting the extra help? Who? Our grade level classroom teachers will be conducting the help um, for these students. Okay. And is this going to be an ongoing program throughout the year? Is there an opportunity for other students to participate after this first round? This is definitely going to be an ongoing opportunity that we see going through till the end of May. And with us reevaluating students, student progress, students in the program, as well as other students in, other, in the classroom, how they do as they go through the year. Ray, what are some of the extra supports in place at the middle and high schools? So the middle and the high school are looking at a similar type uh, um, approach before after school. 
and they're looking to determine what the students need best there. So they're looking at some literacy support, even some organizational support, just kind of getting yourself aligned. It's a very different experience, obviously, at the uh, secondary schools with the multiple courses and things. So their building-based teams are looking at their student needs that are being presented now. Say so one of the things also, in addition to the after-school support, um, as the budget was being shaped up last year and looking at the uh, teaching resources available, um, our schools shifted some of their support from, at that point in time, was more of, a, I would say, a professional learning coach, a coach, a teacher that worked directly with teachers on their practices. Very important, <laughs> lots of good pieces, yet the bigger yes right now was we knew students would be coming with support. So those FTE shifted roles and purposes over to provide more direct instruction. So as Linda spoke, we have more opportunities after school, and I think when you have some more in school now because you have a little additional FTE there. Yeah, we have FTE. Oh, my apologies. Full-time equivalent. <laughs> For the that, that's another teaching Non-edu-speak. Uh, my apologies, sorry. Yes. At SIS and at Primrose, we've been able to add um, additional academic support teachers at SIS for reading and at Primrose a reading and a math um, academic support teacher. So that's actually wonderful to have those to support the students. Can you talk also a little bit about both the, there's the academic support center at the high school mm -hmm. and then there's something called the win period at the middle school. Can you talk about those two? Certainly, I would say maybe start with the win period first. So that was a, a significant change in the schedule here at the middle school. So Linda can speak certainly at the SIS campus for a while, they've had what they call the differentiated instructional period. So students could get additional support. Middle school has been a little bit challenging. Again, you're, you're not in a class all day long, you're moving throughout the building all day. But now that our numbers have decreased a little bit, they have been able to create in their schedule a specific period available to students that what I need now, it might, I may need support in mathematics So that's today. the win, what that's the win. I need now. Yes. Got it. And so when I, when I look at that, they're doing that roughly every two weeks. They're scheduling students out. That actually happens with student input there. They'll meet during their advisory period and say, hey, what are you working with? What are you finding most necessary for support? And let's, you and I, schedule you into your next two weeks of these opportunities to get additional support. How many times a week does a win period take place so depending upon the rotation typically they're two sometimes three weeks that they're three times a week because they don't meet every period every day so okay. it rotates okay. but you have additional support on an every weekly basis that you check in again with your advisory uh, and those advisory periods and saying okay what are our next best steps moving that forward and again as Linda said before the people who are delivering that instruction are our teachers right and so that's a that's a really key part in here um, and the student assistance or rather sorry the yeah. Academic Support Center at the high school? Yes, and so that again is uh, similar in some ways where it's teachers that are delivering the instruction at the high school. You can have typically a couple different experiences there. One, more like I would say the elementary and middle school, I would call it, it's a prescribed experience. You need to go during this period of time to get additional support. And you are assigned to that Correct. place at that time. It's in your schedule, it's all laid out. And there's also the opportunity to say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling and I need to go help. And these are drop-in periods. Mm -hmm. so, so there's both of those experiences. Obviously, a 16, 17-year-old child, a little different than a 7, 8, mm -hmm. or 9-year-old child. So that is the, uh, the part that they've put in place this year. 
In particular, they added some supports into the writing area with the heavy writing you know, needs and things like that at the school as well. So they put some more support. So the, the writing, writing center is now a part of the academic support center. Great point. It's an overarching piece about the academic support center that supports specifically writing. We look at our major content areas, world language and our sciences and our social studies and English. And so there's opportunities, experiences for students to gain additional time. And that's a key piece in all of our schools, K through 12. Historically, you might look at um, Everybody in a classroom has the same amount of time. That is the constant. What ends up being the variable, the things that change, unfortunately, is student learning. We're looking at flipping that. So the reality is, is student learning, everybody has to learn at a certain level across the board. So that's the constant. What needs to change is our time. It may take me a little bit more time on whatever the task may be, so I need additional support. Somebody may move a little faster so they can do that, but the consistent piece here has to be all students learn. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for All the right. update. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for Thanks, being here, Linda. Linda. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. One thing before you go. You have something going on Friday this Friday at the SAS? Oh, we have the SAS birthday party that's on oh, Friday. Right. Tell me right. more. <laughs> we have our SAS fall festival slash birthday party this year. We will have a trunk or treat, a haunted trail, and I will be wrapped up as a mummy <laughs> by the children. <laughs> so it should and be maybe a, a few staff members, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a fun evening for everyone. Very Wait, good. What time is that? Five to eight on the SIS campus. Great. And it's outside, I think. Outside. Yeah, great. The whole event is outside yeah. this year. Yeah. Great. Right. Oh, and there's a DJ. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Nice way to spend a Friday yeah, evening. Absolutely. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks,